We come to our third lesson. Welcome back. Welcome back mm-hmm. to the third lesson in our Trust the Story series. And for this lesson and the next lesson, mm-hmm. uh, we're going to be in the book of Esther. And I tell you, Esther, in, in, I challenge you, if you haven't read it, it's ten chapters, read it in one sitting. It is probably one of my favorite books. Yeah, it's an interesting story. There's a lot yeah. of ins and outs. Interesting fact okay. about the book of Esther, God is never mentioned. Really? The name of God is never mentioned in the book of Esther. but he, It was implied. It was all <laughs> over the place. It was all over the place. God is everywhere in right, Esther. Right. And, uh, and that it's, he's always working, which coincides very well with our theme, trusting, trusting the story, following a God, and being obedient to a God that works behind the scenes, in the scenes, through the scenes, even when you don't... It's like that Waymaker song, I think... We, the, we have a video series on that. When, even when I don't see you're working, you're working. I know yeah, you're working. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Especially the fact they're not, they're not even in, you know, Jerusalem or in the land of Canaan. They're, they're, they've been captive. They're probably born in captivity. Right. So what and so they have, still have been told the truths about God and the stories. And so they're still trusting him. So to kind of give a, a the... The historical thing here, you had when they were Babylonian captivity, Babylonian captivity mm-hmm. came, and that's it's the whole Daniel, uh, Shadrach, Meshach, right. and Abednego, those guys. And then Nebuchadnezzar was defeated by the Persian kings, right. and they came in. Um, and then they were actually allowed to go back. Right, Nehemiah. Nehemiah. And, uh-huh. Ezra, yeah, they right. all went back, rebuilt the temple, rebuilt the walls, rebuilt the walls. Um, mm-hmm. and they celebrated Passover, and they, they took a remnant back with them. But there was a group that stayed and in Persia, and this is part of that group. Right. So uh, the people that we're talking about here, the Jews we're talking about in this book of Esther, uh, were probably born in captivity. Right. They had heard about Jerusalem and heard about they knew about their nationality, but they they they, did, they didn't go back. And so some of the characters that we have in this story, of course, is ten chapters. We won't have time to go through all of it. We're going to hit some of the highlights uh, to our point here. Uh, but you know, you made a great point about here they are have been in captivity for over seventy years, mm-hmm. born in captivity, never knew what. The temple was right. Never saw it. It was destroyed. They never knew it. Uh, but they're still practicing and serving God. Well, you know, back then, hopefully, you like to think it's passed on from one generation to the next, even if it's just by storytelling. Well, and that's like the, we're doing here. Well, and that's the importance of what we're doing here. Right. That people tell this generation who tells the next generation and leaves that legacy like your mother mm-hmm. did with you and your siblings that's why you know these stories so well right. because she re- y'all read bible stories mm-hmm. it wasn't alice in wonderland it was bible stories that's right and and so that's that's so important and even in the middle of a not so great conducive culture to what you believe you can still serve and follow God, which is so right. apropos. Yeah, I mean, they, they were away from everything they were used to. I mm-hmm. mean, and of course, by then, they're used to whatever, in Persia. You know, they're, they're, they're making a life in Persia. And they were still taught. And that goes to the benefit of one of our, or to the credit of one of our main characters, who was Mordecai. 
Yeah. Uh, we've got several main characters in this store that we're going to King Xerxes. At. Xerxes was the king. Right. Uh, his right hand man was Haman. Mm-hmm. Uh, let her be known as Haman the Hangman. Okay. And uh, he was a. Uh, his most royal official actually was promoted at some point. Uh, but Mordecai was the king's guard, uh, one of his guards in his area, in his palaces, and uh, was a Jewish guy. Mm-hmm. He wasn't Syrian, or excuse me, wasn't uh, Persian. Persian, mm-hmm. uh, wasn't Babylonian. He was Jewish. Mm-hmm. And he was working in this Persian king's palace. And then you have Esther. Or her Jewish name was Hadassah. 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 And it was Mordecai's cousin slash daughter. Her mother and father were, were had passed away, and he took her in and, and raised her. her. Yeah. So she was he was the one that told her about all the customs and about the God and right. Right, about God and raised her up. Um, so today's lesson is going to deal primarily with Mordecai and Haman. And Kind yeah, of a, yeah, and Haman kind of, he, he had some aspirations. Oh, he you know? was... Uh, and he, he was kind of, I think he was kind of conceited, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know what he thought. Hey, I'm going I'm to be the number one guy in the kingdom behind the king. Yeah, he and was... So, uh, so, so, you know... He was hitching his was wagon kinda, to, yeah, the, to, the, yeah. to the big guy. Yeah. Not because he liked the big guy, because he wanted to be the big guy. Right. Or at least be recognized with him. Right. Um, and so... He'd probably like, like to have some power and oh, some, some, you know, status. That is no yeah. doubt. And we yeah. see that uh, here. Well, to kind of do a quick picture of what's happening, Xerxes finds himself in need of a queen because he banished her. Uh, she embarrassed him, so she gets banished. And yeah. Esther, Hadassah Esther is becomes the queen through all these crazy events that happen you can read in the first couple of chapters but mordecai tells her don't tell him you're jewish right don't tell him you're jewish just protect your identity not really sure why but he may have already known that haman might have had something in for him. yeah and i think I mordecai has some insight and wisdom and right. we kind of see that in his character right uh so they come along here and that that's where we are She's the queen, and he's and, and, the king. And just because she's a queen doesn't mean she's just hanging out with them all the time. Oh, we're fixing there, there's, we're there's some, to There's that. some, uh, you know, some some royal rules to go by. There's some protocol. Yes, the there's fact, some protocol. Yeah. It's the, called the Law of the Medes and the Persians. Once it's in place, it can't be revoked. Right. And, uh, and so she has to. Well, that's the next lesson we're going to get to. Okay. And Sorry. How, we, jump how ahead. we do that. Yeah. Uh, so there's an interesting verse here, a uh, section of scripture in Esther, uh, chapter 2, verse 19 through 23. Um, you want me to read that? Yeah, here? go ahead. Okay. i got this small print here in my Bible. So. Gotcha. Uh, when the virgins were assembled a second time, uh, Mordecai was sitting at the king's gate. Again, the Mordecai's doing his job. He's at the king's gate. He's guarding yeah. things. But Esther had kept secret her family background and nationality just as Mordecai had told her to do, for she continued to follow Mordecai's instructions as she had done when he was bringing her up. During the time that Mordecai was sitting at the king's gate, Big Thana Thana and Teresh, two of the king's officials who guarded the doorway, became angry and conspired to assassinate King Xerxes. 
this is where we do that. Dun dun dun. Yeah, like, you know, I'm, I, you know, that, you hear a lot of that in the in Old Testament. Yeah, that a was, lot of conspiracies, a lot of. Oh, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it. Everybody wanted. I mean, that was just the way the politics right. is. Same thing it is today. Yeah. Um, but Mordecai found out about the plot and told Queen Esther, who in turn reported it to the king, giving credit to Mordecai. And when the report was investigated and found to be true, the two officials were hanged on the gallows. All this was recorded in the book of the annals in the presence of the king. Now, so you got this plot to assassinate the king by Big Thana and Teresh. Big Thana sounds like a character from The Godfather. You know, like Luca Brazzi, he's the hitman. Get Big Thana to go do it. Uh, no, no one you really want against you. And, and I got the feeling Xerxes was kind of, you know, he just did his thing, and they're probably like, this guy, he's not treating us right. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, they, yeah, something happened he did, they didn't yeah. like. But here you have Mordecai, who, like them, was, was a guard. Uh, and you have a Jewish-born person raised in captivity. God blessed him to be the, king, uh, the guard of a pagan king. Now, he was put in a position to save the king's life. Mm-hmm. Now, he, a lot of people might have looked at this and said, you're guarding the enemy. Right. He's keeping us captive. Yeah. He practices things we don't believe in. Yeah, and so why are you telling him about this plot if he's your enemy? Why are you so loyal to this guy? Right. And, but we see. He's just taking the high road. He's taking the high road. We see no evidence of hesitation. Uh, He did his job. even if it meant sparing the life of someone that some people would consider their enemy. What's the verse? Is it in the New Testament? Work, work for uh, others as as you were working for the Lord. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where, where's um, that at? I think that's in Colossians. Yeah, that's a good uh, verse. That's, that's kind of what he did, you know? Um, well, you know, Paul wrote this in First Thessalonians. Uh, I actually have this one written down. Okay. Uh, make it your ambition to lead a quiet life. Mind your own business, work with your hands, just as you were told, so that your daily life may win the respect of outsiders. And it did. Yeah. He was content in his situation. He may not have agreed with what was going on around him. He may not have worshipped the way the king worshipped and did not practice what the king practiced and probably saw a lot of things and experienced a lot of things that his that just go against everything that right. he believed in. And we all feel that way and do that. Navigating in this crazy culture means doing your job to the glory of God. Absolutely. And, and you know, we got to remember that. You know, sometimes we need to be the same here at this church building as we are at the workplace. Exactly. we exactly. got to be the same. And when we are, people notice something different. That's right. Whenever, whenever a person goes to work, we as believers need to be the most reliable people. Absolutely. We're not the ones that, oh, this, is, this was... Uh, this was extra. I'm going to take it home. We don't need to be pilfering things from work. Right. Or being, being in the gossip chain over there or whatever, you know, no, over we, at the water cooler. We you know. take the high road. That's right. And whenever, whatever we have been uh, tasked to do and we've accepted that job, we fortunately in this country have the privilege of accepting the job that we're offered. Right. Do it to the best of your ability. Mm-hmm. You know, I... Derek McQueen, a lot of our people online will, will be familiar with Derek. 
when he first came here. You know what his first job was? What was that? He was riding the back of a trash truck. And he was so thankful to be riding the back of a trash truck because he had come from so such a horrible situation of his own choosing. And it was just the back of the trash truck meant rescue to him. That's cool. And and then he worked his way into different jobs and now he's on staff at White River as one of our sub recovery cool. ministers. Yeah. So and he was the best trash picker upper in Washtenaw Parish. There you go. And uh, and so it, the challenge is whenever we leave a job to maybe go to another job, people need to be sad that we're going. Absolutely. It needs to be hard to replace us. That's right. Um, I tell my two sons, I'm like, look, when you're at work, they're like, well, these other guys are not. I said, look, you be the one that they look at and say, that dude's a good worker. That's a good worker. Yeah. And, and you make yourself uh, noticed noticeable noticed when you do that right. and if, if there's cuts that have to be made and there's sometimes there's cuts to be made they don't want to they don't want to cut you they'll look to someone who does not right uh, because you're doing it because you're not doing it for that person you're doing it or for you're doing it for the glory of god absolutely and when we have that view we can live holy in a crazy culture right well the story continues here chapter three uh verse one after these events, King Xerxes honored Haman, son of, oh, yeah, yeah that guy, yeah, yeah. the Agagite, elevating him and giving him a seat of honor higher than all the other nobles. Now, he was already kind of had a big head. This just kind of swelled oh, yeah. on up. Oh, yeah. All the royal officials at the king's gate knelt down and paid honor to Haman, for the king had commanded this concerning him. But Mordecai would not kneel down or pay honor. Mm. Seems rebellious, but we know that Mordecai is not rebellious right. because he's already protected the king from assassination. Right. So this has got to be something different. Yeah. He, like I said, I think he may have known a little bit. Oh, he knew. Yeah, he knew. He had a little insight yeah. into Haman. Then the royal officials at the king's gate asked Mordecai, Why do you disobey the king's command? Day after day they spoke to him, but he refused to comply. So they're trying to say, look, you're going to make life difficult on yourself. Just bow and eat when the guy yeah. walks by. He wouldn't do it. Therefore they told Haman. And they went and stirred up all kinds of trouble. Mm-hmm. Therefore they told Haman about it to see whether Mordecai's behavior would be tolerated. For he had told them that he was a Jew. Okay. So now we get a little insight as to why he wouldn't bow a knee mm-hmm. because his loyalty to God would not let him bow a knee uh, to God uh, to, to Haman because Haman was neither God nor a king nor a king yeah I'm not loyal to you I'm loyal to my God and the person and the king I work for the king I work for right. whom I see God put in place right God put me here I'm working for God therefore I'm loyal to him right when Haman saw that Mordecai would not kneel down or pay him honor he was enraged now we get into a little bit about Haman. Mm-hmm. Yet having learned who Mordecai's people were, he scorned the idea of only killing Mordecai. Instead, Haman looked for a way to destroy all of Mordecai's people, the Jews throughout the whole kingdom of Xerxes. And I think there's some history there. I think his so. family uh, lineage. He's an Agagite. He's an Agagite, and they didn't always get along way on back. Yeah. And one tried to destroy the other. So here he's. This risen to power, I'm going to wipe every one of y'all out. 
not just you alleviate this problem. I'm going to restore honor, and I'm going to be honored by everybody. Yeah. Um, his refusal was not rebellion, uh, but it was loyalty. Right. Loyalty to God. And navigating in a crazy culture that they were in, in captivity, pagan worship, uh, so much immorality that he did not participate in, as we have now uh, in our culture. And really, any culture that mm-hmm. is an unbe- anybody that's a believer and follower of, of God and Christ and indwelled by the Holy Spirit is going to live counter to the culture we're in. And it's gotten um, more difficult. It, it is. I and mean, it's, it's, and it's, not a, it's not a national problem. It's an international problem. Problem because of sin in the world. Right, uh, it's a fallen world problem. Mm. You know, navigating in this crazy world takes an unwillingness to can't compromise on what is right, um, and that that's a, a key value that all believers have to adopt. That we're serving God, we're not serving humankind, we're not trying to please others. We're working for the Lord, and we do that, and, and uh, we. Sometimes those decisions are hard, mm-hmm. uh, and but they all run counter to the crazy culture we live in. Uh, we have to live that way. Mm-hmm. Jesus said uh, in Matthew 10, I'm sending you out like sheep among wolves. Therefore, be as shrewd as snakes and as innocent as doves. In other words, be smart in the way you're, you're living and navigating in this, like a sheep walking through wolves. It's a crazy world. He promised. He says, I'm telling you, this is what's happening. But you be innocent. And we see some of that in this story. Oh, And yeah. we'll see some more when we come back and revisit it. That's it. Uh, yeah. That's the thing. Because uh, there's more I want to get into, but I guess we're going to have to wait for the next Well, one. we got we got to get yeah. Esther yeah. into the story. Yeah. This this is a really twisty, turning story, yeah. and it's great. You know, we all face times of compromise. Mm-hmm. Some are big. Some are small. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... But they all have consequences. Part of navigating this culture is trusting God's story and remaining loyal to Him, even in the middle of it. Right. You know, Mordecai made his decision before he was ever in the situation. Uh, a man that we know, known him since he was born, uh, Zach Stevens. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, has has worked on film sets filming reality shows and things. And he said one day, after filming was done, he was putting up his camera and some of the other crew, they were over here, pulled out some marijuana. And they started rolling it up, started smoking it. And he's looking at it and they said, hey, you want some? And he said, this is the moment. He said out loud to them, this is the moment. This is the moment. What are you talking about? This is the moment my parents told me what happened. (laughs) <laughs> My parents told me one day I'm going to come to this moment and I'm going to have to make a decision. And this is it. They were right. This is the moment. It's happening right now. You they were probably some? looking at him. They're like, looking at him crazy. like he's crazy. <laughs> and he said, I can hear him saying that. Oh, yeah. And he said, they were like, well, you want some? He's like, no, man, I'm good. But, man, this was the moment. This was the moment. Zach made that decision before he was ever in that moment. Oh, that's good. Mordecai made the decision to trust yeah. the story before he was ever in a situation to compromise. Yeah. And that's where we are. The decision for all believers is to make is 
don't compromise. Trust the story in the middle of a crazy culture. Right. And when we when we do that, we will live countercultural lives, just like Mordecai. Yep. And, and all that. I can't wait for the rest of the story. Yep.